Well, I'm recording this at the, I think, week five or six of the stay at home with the COVID crisis. And today's episode is all about elevating your executive presence in the virtual context. So there was this uh, communication scholar in the 20th century from Canada. His name was Marshall McLuhan. If any of you are communication majors, I'm sure you studied him. And he was very famous for saying that the medium is the message. And what McLuhan discovered, because he was living in the, in the 20th century, so he, was, he saw the development, I don't even know, maybe from the telegram, but definitely the newspaper and then radio and then television. And he noticed that the message was it changed according to the communication channel. It changed not only a little bit its format, but the way it impacted the audience. And just think of an example, like those of you still know what a newspaper is. You know, you pick up a newspaper and you read these articles and you may read articles that you weren't planning to read because they're in your face. But also that and having things written down has this certain authority and the newspaper has room for facts and figures and statistics and take that same news story and you adapt it for a television segment say a television news segment it's got to be a lot more quick it's more visual it's shorter and it just has a different impact on the audience and the same is true with uh, communication that we have that is different when you pick up the phone versus an email and it's different uh, face-to-face conversation it is different from a phone call and a text is different from an email and likewise uh, virtual meetings are different from face-to-face meetings and just think about it when you're in the same room with people first of all you can you know see all those little details about them even how a person enters the room communicates something and where they choose to sit and the temperature in the room and whether there's light and whether there's coffee for everybody or snacks or whether you know what's ever has happened in the office just prior to that those are all part of the shared experience the way things are now like we all have different experiences right before the meeting and we're in different locations nobody saw you put on your headphones or turn on the camera it's you just showed up and you were there so that's so we have less of a shared experience and we have more distractions that we have different distractions you know I may have a dog barking and you may have a child knocking on the door so we have a lot of things going on that we're not sharing unless we choose to share them intentionally and all of that plus the technology affects the message and if you are the message you know you're a manager you're a leader you getting you know trying to get your message across the finish line whether it's uh, checking in to see how people are doing solving problems achieving goals achieving milestones setting goals uh, it's just it happens differently online than face to face not that it's better or worse but it's just differently so even a month ago i know in before saint patrick's day i was putting out content 
on LinkedIn and in my newsletter about, you know, just little tips about how to shine online because I've been doing videos and coaching by video for three years now. And I know for a lot of people that it's new. But I thought, you know, this is April 2020, uh, the second half of April, that by now everybody had basically gotten that message. But earlier this week, I watched a video briefing from a tech company I'm involved with in California. It's a very, you know, sophisticated startup, Series C, and the CEO was giving a briefing. And he must have had... He must have been recording on his phone and the and the phone seemed to be lying on his desk. So I just imagine the visual if you have a camera lying on your desk and then it's shooting up, I mean it's showing you from below like kind of up your nose viewpoint and I just found it so distracting. But not only that, I was like totally befuddled of how somebody that's uh, got so much knowledge, so much talent, leadership, all this, and he still is not maximizing his executive presence online. So that is why I dedicated this podcast to this particular issue. Is this today is about elevating your executive presence for the virtual context. And I just wrote an article for Forbes for that, but I, and I can't share that with you yet. But I found this cool article by Joel Schwartzberg, who is in charge of communications for a nonprofit, and he's a public speaking coach. And he has enough ooh-la-la-ness to get published in Harvard Business Review. And he wrote an article published April 8, 2020. You can look it up. It's called How to Elevate Your Presence in a Virtual Meeting. So I'm going to just go through his points briefly and then just add my own commentary and suggestions on the topic because this is the skill you need to have. Uh, even when we get back to work, that because of the lower cost involved and because now more people have experienced the online meetings, we are definitely going to have more of them. And being able to have an elevated executive presence in the virtual context is a skill you need to have. All right, so the first tip that Schwartzberg gives is to focus on your camera, not your colleagues. And that's assuming that you're speaking or into the Zoom or the Google Hangouts on your laptop. And to look into, especially when you're speaking, Make sure you know where that camera eye is. As you, in, in my laptop, it's a little green dot. Uh, you may be recording on your phone. And, and you want to, I, he doesn't put this, but I'm saying ray, elevate your laptop or your phone. You want that camera to be a little bit above eye level is ideal, but at least at eye level. You want to look at the camera, not at the screen. And that is really hard because you see your you know, colleagues there. You see yourself. That's a lot more interesting. It's very hard to pull yourself away from looking at the screen to looking at the camera angle. But it, you come across as more credible and confident because you have more compelling eye contact if you look into the camera. So make sure that the laptop or phone, whatever device you're using is elevated so that the camera is a little bit above eye level. 
you can even have a stack of books and prop your phone against a coffee cup. Whatever it takes, that's, that's what you need to focus on camera-wise, is looking into the camera, not the screen. And it is a little bit challenging, but once you get used to it, it becomes second nature. All right, number two, and this is a, a good point he makes, maintain a strong voice. You want, remember that everybody's got more distractions. You're not in the same room. So you, and you are also, you know, want not to be like with your face up against the screen. So there's a little bit of distance between you and the microphone, of course, unless you're using headphones. But in any case, you want your voice to be a little bit stronger. That means a little bit louder. And you might consider speaking a little bit more slowly or leaving some pauses, some power pauses in there. The, that's, the power pause is a in real life executive presence tool that does translate. Maybe the pause is a little bit shorter, but you'd want the pause, you want to speak more slowly and you want to be a little bit louder. That's gonna convey authority, credibility and confidence and it will keep you from mumbling and slurring your words. All right, number three, frame yourself wisely. So think about, you know, the frame is like the box that you're in because you're appearing to other people inside a box. What does it look like from behind? I mean, what's behind you is one thing to consider, but the most important thing to consider is the lighting. Like you want to find the best space, ideally in front of a window, not with a window behind you. That would make you look like Frankenstein or some a scary movie character. You need lights. Ideally, three source, three lights coming at you at three different directions. Ideally, some natural light would be one of those. But the lighting is the most important thing to say so that you look as attractive as you can. You don't you don't want to be looking dark. If you if you look dark, it's easier to ignore you. Also, make sure you're not too close. Sometimes when you're super excited about what you're saying, you lean towards the laptop. And it, I mean, that's fine, but you really want to think about your frame to kind of catch you from a little bit above the elbows up, not just from the you know neck up, but a little bit of your chest. So that's more comfortable for the audience. All right, number four of these tips is to be present and mindful. Of course, you know that it's a lot more easy, a lot easier to be distracted, not only with what's going on in your home, but if somebody else is droning on on something that doesn't really interest you, it is so easy. It is so easy to check your email or write down some notes. So you want to do what you can to keep yourself present with everybody. And if it's, you're leading the meeting, I strongly recommend that you negotiate this deal, that you tell everybody you're going to make it shorter in exchange for everybody's full attention. I hear a lot of complaints of people having virtual meeting fatigue. It is a real thing and you really do need to keep and like what would usually be an hour meeting, keep it to 45 minutes. At least try that. What would be a, a, a 30 minute meeting, make it 20 minutes. And the key to making that work is to negotiate with people that you're going to, everybody's going to pay more attention, but also and possibly even more important, structure that meeting. 
Get your agenda. Establish rules of engagement. The rules of engagement for online meetings are different. You need to specify how does it work? Who's going to talk? Can everybody talk? How long can people talk? Use a timer. That's, that's another tool. But you need to come up with a structure. And maybe I should create a template for that. But you need a structure that is the, clearly delineates the purpose of the meeting, the items you're going to discuss, how you want people to interact because it's easier for the meeting dominators to dominate because they, they are in their own world a little bit. You know, the people who think out loud when they don't have people giving the evil eye right next to them, it's easier for them to pontificate at length, which is not really fair and it's certainly not productive. So that was, uh, you know, be present and mindful with a little segue into meeting structure. Number five Schwartzberg says, don't become your own distraction. So that means helping other people uh, not to be distracted by you. So hopefully you're not eating. It's okay to be drinking. You should mute yourself when you're not talking. And in general, being careful that you're not creating unnecessary distractions for other people through the noises in your house, especially even your own breathing. So that's why you really want to be on mute. All right. The last tip, and this is a really good one. I use this in my webinars a lot. Really, he, he says, use the chat window as your partner. I would say leverage the chat. It's another channel of communication within the video meeting platform. And it's a way for, like if somebody's explaining something, it's a way for you to support them. Oh, that's a great point. Or you could add to it. It gives, kind of gives you something to do that's constructive. You can put links to articles. You can put photos. You can attach things in the chat box. And by the way, the chat box is a great way to kick off with uh, a, a conversation starter or asking people questions, you know, let me know if I, am I going too fast? Uh, are you ready to move on? Do you need another example? Really using the chat box is a way to keep it interactive. The chat window, and I'm here, I'm quoting the author, the chat window is a unique opportunity in virtual meetings to elevate your presence add dimensions to your ideas, and to demonstrate that you're fully present. So that's, that's this article. It's a pretty short article. And like I said, I put out my own content. It's, it's similar to this. I've added the keep it shorter, and I've added the meeting structure. I really think that is key. I, and a part of the meeting structure is having an icebreaker or conversation starter at the beginning. Because a lot of people are really lonely they're not able to do the chit chat, chit chat with people like they used to and, and feeling isolated. So it helps, helps not only build relationships, you're going to help everybody's mental health if you structure in a little bit of time for chit chat and asking questions, you know, how everybody's doing and, and having uh, fun with it. Getting to the end of this, sum it up by saying also if you're going to use zoom or webex or whatever your platform is look into all the bells and whistles i know zoom and webex have polls and polls are good as you can ask a question and people answer it and, and you see immediately like how many people chose answer a versus b versus c so the poll is good and the whiteboard is a good 
You really have to just think more ahead, be more proactive in coming up with ways to make the virtual experience interactive. And that means making everybody's intervention a little bit shorter so that we can have more back and forth. So I hope you found that helpful. Definitely, you're elevating your executive presence for the virtual environment. It's a super important skill now. It's one that's going to serve you from here on out. I'm here to help you. I can, you know, I'm still coaching. I've always coached online video. I'm not doing face-to-face coaching now. I'm doing a lot of webinars. I'm happy to help your company. And I have a lot more resources for improving communication and and creating that culture where everybody does feel heard, understood, and valued. Check out the website at www.mixonian.com. And that's spelled M as in Mary, I-X-O-N-I-A-N. Have a great day. And next episode, we have a special guest who's the author of a book that talks about bringing in mindfulness to negotiations. Have a good weekend. Bye-bye.